Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people think they can do whatever they want because the world revolves around them. And in this episode, you'll hear a crazy story how Opie's parents demand his own house. Because how dare our own son have a better house than us? Guys, the lineup of stories is ridiculous. So sit back, relax, and hey, try not to shake your heads too hard. Subscribe if you haven't, and the email will be posted right here if you guys want to share your own entitled stories. Okay, so this happened about an hour ago, and honestly, I'm still fuming. The nerve of some people. Now, I will admit that this isn't as bad as the other stories in the sub, but it was still infuriating for me. So Sundays is not usually my shopping day. It's usually Monday, but I decided to avoid the big crowds and instead shop for groceries today. So I grab a cart from the parking lot, go in, get some vegetables, some bananas, half a kilo of ground meat, some chicken breast, and I was about to pick up some cereal and granola bars. The point is, my cart was pretty full. I left my cart about four steps away from me while I was choosing which packet of burger buns to grab, when I hear my cart start to move. Now turning around, I see a wild Karen. Now I will admit, she didn't have the can I speak to your manager haircut, but instead had very beautiful hair. I also noticed that she had a kid, about a year, sitting in the cart that had my groceries and my handbag in it. I then say to her, I'm sorry, but that's my cart. If it was in the way, I'm sorry, but I'll move it. To this, Karen says, Oh, it wasn't in the way, I just needed a cart since I'm tired of carrying my kid. I say to her, Okay, that's understandable, but that's my cart, and it has my groceries, and that is my handbag. I then proceed to grab my handbag, and I thought everything would be fine now. But then Karen says, Okay, you can have your handbag. I tell her, um, I need that cart. It has all my groceries in it. To this, Karen says, You don't need it. You don't have a baby with you. I'm a mother. I'm tired. I need it. I tell her, No, give me back my cart and go get yours. There's a lot of them in the parking lot, or even close to the entrance. To this, Karen says, If there's so many... Go and get one for yourself. The woman at this point then proceeds to push my cart away with all my groceries. I was dumbfounded by what was going on, but I decided to let it go and not cause this to be more than it needs to be. So now I had to return to get another cart and then choose and grab my groceries again. I told a guard near the door about the cart-stealing mom, but they told me there's nothing they could do since I took my handbag and those items in the cart were unpaid for anyways. They will, however, go after her if she attempts to steal the items from the store. So in the end, my 40-minute shopping trip was extended by an extra half an hour, and I was unable to find another good tray of chicken breast. Now, I wish I could say that they detained that woman, or she was stuck in the cashier line, but I didn't see her again. And honestly, I hope I never have to. Guys, talk about super-duper entitled, right? Like baby or no baby, taking someone else's cart just because you're tired and lazy and can't grab one beforehand is ridiculous. Especially when she uses the lame excuse of, I'm a mom, 
I'm tired. I need it more than you do. Honestly, OP should have just left her purse in the cart so security could have done something about it. Two can play that game, Karen. So a bit of backstory. I was with my grandfather at this new fishing pond in town. They just put a bunch of catfish in it. He's had a really rough time lately, and I thought I could help by spending the day with him after my grandmother died. We were set up on the bank into some brush where the catfish liked to hide, and we had a pretty boring morning, but Grandpa always loved fishing, so it was really calming and relaxing for him. We were talking about going and getting some lunch and coming back, when a pair of guys came down asking if we wanted some sandwiches, since the rest of the group didn't show up. We invite the boys to fish with us, and they happily agreed, and we had a good time, when one of the boys had an emergency with his girlfriend, and had to leave. By this time, we were pretty successful reeling one in every couple of minutes. After they left, we spent the next 30 or so minutes in complete silence, when the Karen and her kid come along. The conversation went as followed. Karen says, Excuse me, can my son swim here? Grandpa tells her, um, sorry, we've got our lines in, and if you get in here, you can tangle them or get hooked. Now, as soon as the kid hears my grandpa say that, he says, but I want to swim. I tell him, you know if you do that, you'll scare all the fish away, right? And you might get something stuck in your foot. Hearing this, the Karen says, did you just tell my son what he can or can't do? She then turns to her kid and says, You go ahead and play in the water, baby. Don't let them stop you. My grandfather says again that they're going to scare away the fish. And Karen says, I don't care. You can go fish somewhere else. We've had enough, so we start reeling our lines in when this kid tries to grab onto one of the hooks because it's pretty. Thankfully he missed, but my grandpa told him not to do that and we left the area before Karen could scold us for tormenting her baby. We end up on the other side of the pond before we threw our lines in again. Not even 20 minutes later, I feel a tap on my shoulder and it's Karen. She says, So my baby was wondering if he could fish with you guys. I say to her, um, I'm gonna go with a no. This gear is really expensive and it's not a toy. I just can't trust strangers with my stuff. I'm sorry. To this, she says, Oh, come on. It can't be that hard. He'll be super careful. So after that, I basically tell her to F off kindly and then bungeed our poles to my chair just in case and went back to sleep. A while later, my grandpa told me we should probably go. So we pack up our stuff. On our way back, we passed the mom and the kid without even acknowledging them while the little boy cried that he wanted the shiny thing on the end of my stick. We're about to reach the car when I feel a tug on my pole and a scream behind us. The kid had grabbed the hook on the end of my pole and it had lodged into his hand. The Karen comes over screaming like a banshee how we hurt her kid and we were irresponsible blah 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 and that's when my grandpa crouched down to inspect the hook. He tells the woman that all the barbs have gone through his hand and he's gonna have to cut them off. Hearing that, the woman rips her kid away which in turn pulls on the hook in the kid's hand. She then screams, Oh my god, how dare you touch my son? I will call the cops on you, you pedo. Shame on you. That's when my grandpa says, You've been nothing but trouble for us. For your information, my wife took her life less than a month ago, and I came here for the day to relax. And instead, I have to deal with an entitled bitch and her kid. So if you don't want your kid to get an infection, I suggest you let me do my thing before you bitch about anything else. My grandpa then grabs the pole and cuts the line, leaving the hook in the kid's hand. We start walking away when the mom speaks up and says, Hey, aren't you going to take it out? Grandpa tells her, It's kind of hard taking out a hook without touching someone. I would suggest going to the ER as soon as you can. But judging by your character, he might lose his hand from you talking to someone in the lobby. 
We got to the car, and that's when the Karen looks at my grandpa and she screams, If I was your wife, I'd have killed myself too. And then she walked off. I ended up having to drive us home because my grandpa was in tears. It's sad how many people in the world don't understand how hurtful saying something like that to a person is. It breaks my heart. Unfreaking believable, guys. I'm sorry, but the last comment that came out of her mouth, I would have taken off my shoe and thrown it at her. Like, what an absolute heartless and disrespectful thing to say to somebody. Okay, so I'm a 38-year-old woman. I have a great career, a loving boyfriend, great pets, and friends. I have never, ever wanted kids. So five years ago, I ended a relationship with a man named Jason, who I thought wanted the same things I did. We had been together for two years in 2015. We travel together, read comics together, play video games, and do all kinds of fun things. I had always been honest with Jason that I never wanted kids. He told me he didn't either. Then, in the summer of that year, I began to notice changes in him. He would talk about how great our friend's kids are, and he'd try to get me to spend some time with his nephews, even though I wasn't close to them. He also began talking to my parents way more than usual. Then one evening, he said he wanted to have dinner with my whole family. Now I found this a bit strange, as I don't often spend time with my family. But for him, I agreed. We were having dinner, and my parents and my siblings were there. Then he dropped a bomb on me. All of a sudden, he gets down on one knee and says, I love you. I want you to be the mother of my children. Now upon hearing that, I said, what the actual F? That was the first thing that came out of my mouth. We hadn't talked about getting married, much less kids. I never wanted kids, and I wasn't ready for marriage. I took Jason to another room, and I asked him what the heck he was doing. He then dropped another bomb on me, and told me he'd been talking to my parents about us getting married and starting a family. Now let that sink in. He talked to my parents, not me, about our future. He said he'd asked my dad's permission, my dad's permission, before he asked for my consent. Now I was furious, all this was obviously meant to pressure me into saying yes. My mother being nosy, walks right into the room we were in and asked what was wrong and why I'd not said yes. I told her and the family that they needed to leave. When they left, I tore Jason a new one. I asked him how dare he assume that I was going to marry him and have kids with him when I had made it very clear that I didn't want those things. He told me he was hoping that I would quote, grow up and want something meaningful. He had the gall to act like I was a bad person in all of this. I threw him out, and the following day, I ended the relationship for good. Now doing so, my parents were pissed at me. My mom cried about how she'd been looking forward to getting grandkids from me, and how I let her and the whole family down. My siblings too told me that I had made a huge mistake by letting such a nice guy go, and my dad actually told me to apologize to him. Their behavior told me that my desires and consent didn't matter to them one bit. They just wanted me to follow the same life script that they did. Till today, I haven't forgiven them, mostly because they still think that they and my ex were right. My current boyfriend and I have been together for three years. He and I share the same passions, and he's had a vasectomy, so I feel much more secure when he says that he doesn't want to have kids. My parents and siblings are no longer a part of my life. I hardly ever call them or see them, and I'm happier for it. I never spoke to Jason again, though he did try and reach out to me. He maintained contact with my parents for some time, hoping that they'd force me to change my mind. Now, I still believe what he did to me was scummy, to say the least. But I bear him no ill will, and I hope he's happy. 
You know what? It's important to find a lifelong partner who shares the same values and wants the same things as you. No brainer, right? And guys, I'm not gonna lie, I do kind of feel bad for Jason in this situation because I feel like he stuck around in hopes that OP would change her mind about things. But OP did tell him from the beginning she didn't want kids, she didn't want to get married, and she stood firm by that. But guys, I do have a question though. For those who are listening who don't want to get married and don't want to have kids, if your partner decided to change their mind one day because, you know, people do change their minds, are you kicking them to the curb? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. So I'm going to start this off by saying that if you have a house and you don't have cameras, get cameras. I have some now, but I should have got them sooner. I live in a pretty typical manufactured home in Arizona. My parents also live just a few streets over. Despite how close we are, I'm very low contact because they're just bad people. Now they treated me okay as a kid, but things changed as soon as I was in my late teens. I was expected to do more and pay my way as soon as I finished high school. Now that was fair. I was an adult by then after all. But my parents wanted a lot more in rent than what I'd have to pay to get my own apartment. I'd have next to nothing left of my monthly paycheck if I had given them what they wanted. So I refused to give them more than a fair amount, plus a share in utilities. And I start buying my own food as well. Now my father openly said that this wasn't good enough. And my parents actually filed official paperwork to evict me when I refused to cater to their demands. So I leave home and got an apartment with my best friend. Five years later, I buy my own house in a neighborhood not far from my parents. My parents, though, somehow didn't like my independence from them. Did they want me to fail or something? I don't know. But the incident that caused the very low contact was when they demanded that I trade houses with them. And yes, you read that correctly. They wanted to trade houses. Their home is smaller and older than mine, and it has one less bedroom. And their yard is smaller too. When they first saw my place, they looked pissed. After a couple of more visits, my father actually said that it wasn't fair that I was doing better than them. He said I was rubbing my nicer house in their faces. Like seriously, what's there to brag about? I guess having something even slightly better than what my parents had irked them. And as I've already said, they've actually demanded we trade houses because of it. My friend who lives with me literally falls on the couch laughing when they said that. And I couldn't help but join in. My father said it wasn't funny. When I recovered my composure, I said that he and my mother were not entitled to my house, or anything I own, for that matter, and I told them to get out. After that, we barely spoke, and then the pandemic hit. My father got laid off, and he struggled to find another job. 
He ended up working in the local Walmart for half a year before getting a better paying job. I did get a kick of seeing him there when I was shopping for groceries, but as much as I hate him, I'm not gonna call him a bad employee. He did fine, I think. During that time, he and my mother kept calling me and asking me for money. And I know what y'all are thinking, don't lend them anything. They didn't want loans though, they wanted handouts. Why? Because they raised me and I owe them. I told them if they didn't want the cost of raising a kid, they shouldn't have had one. A few weeks ago though, my mom calls me begging for money because their dinosaur of a window AC unit finally crapped out. I told them I wasn't giving them anything and I wasn't going to buy them a new one. My mom then complains how I have two in my house and the least I could do is give them one. I then told them that maybe if she and my father weren't always pissing away their money on beer and Mary Jane all the time, they'd have money to buy another AC. I said I wasn't giving them one of mine or any money. End of story. Only, it wasn't the end of the story. A few days later, I come home from work to find that my house had been broken into. My front door locks were drilled out and both my window AC units were gone. Nothing else was stolen, but they went out of their way to make a huge mess for some stupid reason. Probably to make it look like a typical robbery or something. I knew it had to have been my parents, so I called the police. I told police that I heavily suspected my parents of theft, because they acted entitled to my stuff, even though I'm a grown man who doesn't live with them. I went with police to my parents' house, and sure enough, they had both my AC units going on in their windows. When I confronted my parents, they obviously denied the theft. They claimed that they already owned the AC units, but statements from their neighbors said otherwise. But my parents still denied the theft. Now, I'd bought both AC units used online years ago, which means I had no receipts for them. So I figured my only option was to look for witnesses in my own neighborhood. As luck would have it, a neighbor across the street has security cameras, and the edge of one of them caught just enough to see my parents showing up in my father's truck. My father could be seen walking with a cordless power drill in hand, and a few minutes later, they came back to the truck with my AC units. They then went back to ransack the place, I'm guessing. With this evidence in hand, police had cause to arrest my parents. At first, both of them acted like they'd done nothing wrong, but I'd convinced police to let me do the talking. I said that they could either return the units to my home and clean up the mess they made, or I'd get police to arrest them both right there. They had already stolen from me, lied to police, trespassed, vandalized my house, broke my front door locks, and there was video evidence of what they'd done. If I pressed charges, they were both going to jail for sure. My parents looked deflated. They then asked for a moment to talk with each other in the bedroom. I heard a lot of shouting from both of them, and I could hear my mom yelling that my father was an idiot, and he was trying to blame me in turn. So after about 5 minutes, they came back out looking even more deflated, and they say they'll return the AC units and stop bothering me for money if I don't press charges. I said they were going to clean up the mess in my house and buy me new locks for my front door as well. And then I want handwritten apologies from both of them on top of it. They agreed, and even got a police escort back to my house. My father was forced to put the AC units back in my windows, and then left my mom to clean up the huge mess they made while he went out and bought replacement locks for my front door. He was gone for about an hour, and he came back with a new stainless steel lock set to replace the knob and deadbolt. He then had to help my mom finish cleaning. After everything was cleaned, I gave my parents each a piece of paper and a pencil, and I told them to write out apologies to me for what they'd done. My dad looked really pissed and said I was treating him like a child. I said he was acting like one, and never stopped treating me as a child either. 
This was me holding him accountable, and I could have sent him to jail, but I felt this was better for teaching him a lesson. He then kind of snorted and started writing. My mom wrote a good apology, but my dad's was pretty half-assed and passive-aggressive, but I didn't care. It seemed to kill him a little bit inside to have to do it. And when he was done, he left without speaking to me. My mom said she was sorry, that she'd leave me alone, and then she followed him. Not long after, I shelled out to get some cameras for the exterior of my house. So if someone tries to break in again, I'll get it on video. I only have two cameras, but added a couple of more fake ones that look real enough to scare people off. I haven't heard a peep from my parents, but their next door neighbor told me that they went and bought a new AC unit. I guess they had money for one after all. It makes me wonder how high they were when they thought it was a good idea to steal from me. Maybe having lean pockets for a while will teach them. Then again, they are who they are after all. Guys, I am never surprised when I read stories like this. It's so crazy how some parents feel like they can just act like this because they're doing it to their own child. I raised you, you're my child, so I can do this, this, or this. Like, I remember reading a story similar to this one a while back where the parents broke in and stole things they wanted from their daughter's house and they argued to the cops that it's not theft because their parents just taking from their child. They argued that they were technically borrowing it. Like crazy, right? And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, if you enjoy the stories, do hit the thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, I'm going to link it right here. A smug lawyer tries to mess with innocent small town farmers and he gets destroyed, absolutely wrecked. It's such a crazy story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.